It's not about you. It's not about me. And gathering all we can see. It's not about yours. It's not about mine. Or possessions we must leave behind. To figure out life and understand all it can be. Just know that it's not about you. It's not about me. Podcasting from a town called Manalapan, New Jersey. This is That Oneness Guy, a podcast covering the many aspects and elements that embody oneness. I am your host, Danny Rongo. As an author, playwright, singer, songwriter, and activist, I am spreading my message of oneness basically to anyone who listen. You are listening to episode number four. With oneness comes acceptance. In episode number one, which was a basic introduction to oneness, I discussed and showed you how I can prove in many ways that we are connected, but specifically from the standpoint of our bodies and our, and our humanness. In episode number two, I relate how oneness in its truest sense goes beyond our bodies and resonates to our very source, which we know is your God, spirit, or what I like to call stevils. In episode number three, I spoke about a specific compartment of oneness, and that was the importance of the words and the name that is I am. Today, I will focus on yet another specific compartment of oneness, and that is the importance of the word acceptance and how this comes to us quite naturally when we come to terms with oneness. So let's get involved. Uh, First, I'd like to say that the song that you heard during the intro was one of my songs called It's Not About Me. It's one of my songs that represents a lot of what I feel and think about oneness. I hope you liked it. You'll be hearing a little more as I've added the ending chorus section uh, of that song to actually close out this podcast. And if you feel so inclined to download that track or any of my tracks or songs, please, you can find it on my website, dannyrongo.com iTunes, or at your favorite downloading site. Okay, um, most of you know that these, at least initial, podcasts are preceding my book that will be released hopefully by the holidays, fingers crossed. But for those who don't know, the book that I'm referring to will be called I Am God, and So Are You, My Friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness. It is being published by Balboa Press, which is a division of the worldwide leader in spiritual publications, Hay House Incorporated. Now, within the book, I have a whole chapter dedicated to this topic of acceptance. I did that for very specific reasons, but mostly because you can't have one without the other. And what I mean by that is you cannot fully realize oneness without coming to terms with how you accept things in life, or a.k.a. acceptance. That's what acceptance is. When you read the book, and I'm hoping that you do, you'll see that coming to terms with acceptance is important solely because there are no accidents in a perfect universe. Okay, so by definition, 
if there are no accidents, then there is no reason to dispute anything because everything is in perfect design, right? And as you've most likely heard in many circles, everything is happening for a reason. So in turn, we accept all things, events, and people as they are. And they are all part of your and our master plan. And as it pertains to my soul objective, please note that I am spelling soul, S-O-U-L. For all that I speak about oneness, please know that I do this because understanding oneness will remove unwanted stress from your life. Okay? And as you might already assume, acceptance plays a really big part in that. They actually go hand in hand with one another. Now, whenever I talk about acceptance, it always makes me think of one of my all-time favorite Buddha quotes that is just so poetically beautiful. It goes like this. Enlightenment is the quiet acceptance of what is. Now, isn't that intense? I, yeah, I love that, folks. And you want to know what the really key word within that quote is? All right, it's the word quiet. Buddha could have easily have said that enlightenment is the acceptance of what is, and that would have been fine, but he didn't. All right, he said that it is the quiet acceptance of what is. He said enlightenment is the quiet acceptance of what is. And that's basically, basically telling us not to bitch and complain about the things like we do and just to accept things as they are. All right. Now, knowing that we are the sum of our collective consciousness, I, I've gained a level of acceptance of what we're left to deal with. Right? And I practice acceptance because I know that there are no accidents in a perfect universe. When we accept that there are no accidents, it just naturally takes some pressure off of us. Okay? We accept the, what you might call the case sera sera, or the whatever will be, will be notion of life more readily. It allows us the certainty that our life is going exactly how it is supposed to go right up to the moment where I'm speaking these words and wherever you happen to be listening to them right now. So now, I know that an honest rebuttal to this notion is to wonder, all right, Dan, how can we just accept all the killings and the hatred that we now have in the world? Well, honestly, my first response to that is to listen to the Buddha quote again, all right, Enlightenment is the quiet acceptance of what is. Please note that I'm emphasizing the words what is. It doesn't single out anything specific. It's not the quiet acceptance of a peaceful life. No. It tells us to quietly accept everything. And that is because, like I mentioned before, and will repeatedly throughout all of these podcasts that we are the sum of our collective consciousness, folks. All right? Our world is in the shape that it's in because of our own doing. There's nothing to get mad at. It's our own fault. And when we accept that, it gives us the capabilities to move forward. 
Okay. Now, I also found that as it pertains to oneness, what goes hand in hand with acceptance is the act of forgiveness. Okay. Now, think about it in these terms. Forgiveness is, ha- is to have blamed, right? You're absolving someone of something that they've done to you. So actually, forgiveness is just the predecessor of acceptance because by the time that you've forgiven them, you've already come to terms with acceptance. You get it? And you realize that they are just living their lives according, according to their terms. They did nothing wrong per se, Again, because to label as right or wrong is what? It's just to cast the judgment. Now, there are so many poetic and beautiful ways to practice and, and understand forgiveness. A oneness helps us with all of them. First and foremost, oneness teaches us that although we are one, we are all individualized expressions of that one. So in turn, the choices that I make may not specifically resonate with you and vice versa. So, for example, if you say something that offends me, I am allowing myself to be offended. What you say or think has nothing to do with me. It's judgmental for me to think otherwise. So why would I take offense? You get it? Now, my guru, Dr. Wayne Dyer, he once said this, and it's really cool. He said, um, ultimately, there is nothing to forgive because there is nothing to judge, right? Isn't that kind of like our ultimatum, per se? There is nothing to forgive because there's nothing to judge. The very fact that we need to forgive proves that we are still coming to terms with oneness. Everyone is on their own journey. To think that you will agree with everything that you see and hear is ludicrous. It's not going to happen. You're going to only control your own thoughts. And because of that, oneness teaches us acceptance. Look at it this way, folks. The more we understand acceptance, the less we'll have to practice forgiveness, right? It's that simple. But along those lines with forgiveness, I still have to share my favorite quote on forgiveness. It's from Mark Twain, who once said, Forgiveness is the fragrance the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. (laughs) Is that just amazing, right? Forgiveness is the fragrance the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. I love that. But hey, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. It's not easy to accept everything that we're dealing with in life, especially nowadays. No, sir. It is extremely difficult to come from a, 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 a somewhat place of peace, oneness, and acceptance in times like this. But I'll say it again. We must. So you say to me, why? Why must we? Because oneness tells us to. It tells us that because of our collective consciousness, be it deemed right or wrong, we need to accept our world the way that it is. 
This is why within oneness we need to practice acceptance because there truly are no accidents in this perfect universe. Everything is in its divine order for exactly the right reasons. Now, I can hear some of you saying right now, well, then, Dan, that just sucks. And you're right. It does suck. But we don't have a choice here. Please remember, we are reaping what we have sowed, people. Our world is in the shape that it's in because we brought it here. It was through our own collective doing. Okay? And that, my friends, are why not only this podcast is very important, but any podcast, book, song, poem, or any words in any format that tries to unite us is. All right? The knowing that the shape of our world is not by accident allows us to accept it, as unfortunate as that might sound, but that's the way it has to be. And it's that level of acceptance that's going to help us in the long run. And as we come to terms with accepting all that's happened, again, due to this collective consciousness, we can also apply that insight to our own individual lives. We need to be able to accept all that we've done up to this point, every single choice, every single decision. Never think that you've done something, quote-unquote, wrong in life. Remember, right and wrong just imply judgment. There is no God or higher source judging you ever. And we should all take some pressure off of our daily lives by never judging ourselves. Think, folks, life is hard enough, man. I mean, even as we come to terms with the acceptance of our collective consciousness, we have to witness such atrocities and hatred on a daily basis, right? Just the constant daily pressure of living through such times is hard enough. We don't need to process it all to the point where it affects our being negatively. Remember, we always have a choice. I'm not saying you I'm not saying to agree with everything. It may not resonate with you again, but it's happening. And it's happening for reasons that are unbeknownst to us. So we have the choice to either get physically sick over these things or just accept them for what they are and not cast a judgment on it. So my point is that with all that goes on around us, we still have the opportunity to practice acceptance and to choose peace because oneness provides us the interconnectedness to one and all. And from that, the knowing that we can choose peaceful lives, I'll say it again, folks, we are all God or what I like to call stevels. Again, for those who don't know what, I, what that stands for, S-T-E-V-L-S, spirit, thought, energy, vibration, love, or soul. Call it what you will. They're all interchangeable. They all mean the same thing. And because we are all one, we are, maybe unfortunately for now, subject to this collective consciousness. And right now, we find ourselves amidst a real shitty collective consciousness, right? But that can change. That's the beauty of it. It can change in the same fashion that it got here. Our collective consciousness has to change. It has no, it has no other options. It has to change. 
So how does it change, you ask? By me and you changing first. When we change the way we think, because we are, again, what I call stevels, it affects all that immediately surrounds us. And that's how the tides change. But as you find yourself accepting not just everything in your life, but everything that's going on around you, you'll naturally live from a more peaceful foundation. And that is because you know that it's all in perfect order. Whether you deem that as good or bad is on you. All right? But it's all in perfect order, folks. Make no mistake about it. One of my favorite sayings is so simple and so true and fits perfectly within these confines of acceptance. And that is simply, life just is. Think about those words, my friends. Life just is. End it at that. There's a period after the word is. It's not good, bad, or indifferent. Life just is. Now, when you get that, and I mean when you truly get that, you'll know what acceptance really is. We've all spent our entire lives labeling events, happenings, people, and everything in between as either right or wrong as it applies to your conditioned mindset. Okay? Now, does that make any sense to you? Does it make any sense to you, right? No. All we do in the majority of our lifetimes basically is judge to some degree, which isn't helping any of us. I'll say it again. Life just is. When we understand these three simple words, we'll understand all that acceptance truly represents. So, my friends, thank you again for listening to the podcast I'm calling That Oneness Guy. This has been episode number four, With Oneness Comes Acceptance. If you like what you've been listening to, please, by all means, take a moment to subscribe to this feed, either on my website, dannyrongo.com, at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, at Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or at my podcast website, courtesy of Buzzsprout, which is www.buzzsprout.com, and just search for that oneness guy. Again, my name is Danny Rongo. Please look for my new show next week. And until then, as always, I send you peace, love, light, and continued oneness. Thank you. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about me